The Joe Pags Show. To talk to Joe, call 888-941-PAGS. And now, it's Joe Pags. Hi, great having you along for the ride. Thanks a lot for stopping by. Bottom of the hour will be Campus Reform. Make sure you go to campusreform.org. Young journalists are doing a great job every single day exposing the lunacy of the lunatics on the left that are indoctrinating our kids in colleges and universities, many of them publicly funded. And uh, we've got a, another young reporter on today with some incredible stories. Make sure you stick around for that. We've got that for you. Plus, what uh, leftist liberals like Beth O'Rourke, who's running for governor of Texas, uh, and he's no different than any any leftist running for whatever the, the job happens to be in any state you happen to be in. The five things he's promising to do in Texas should he become elected. A lot of that was just sent to me by um, by the Abbott administration, actually by the the Greg Abbott for re-election campaign. And uh, I'll read I'll read you some of these because you make your I'm telling your face going to hurt. Your face is going to hurt. But I just like that I get to say Beto again. Carrie, I'm kind of happy that he's running because I could say that. Mm-hmm. I know you like to say it like that. Don't when you? you read when you read a news story, no. what do you say? Beto. That's not that different. I just drag it out a little bit more. It is a little different, actually. You're still pronouncing it like the Spanish way. Beto. Beto. You're still Beto. doing it. What am I supposed to do? Beto. Beto O'Rourke? Beto. Beto O'Rourke? No. Yeah, pronounce it like the, the white lady you are. Beto. <laughs> I'm not going to say Beto because it's <laughs> not his name. Beto. Beto. Can't you, can't you nail the bet part and then just go, oh, no, is that the end? I will not do that. Give it a shot. Let's go. I cannot. No, because you're going to record me. You're going to play it. And well, I would no. never. Why would I record you? you? Silly. You do that all the time. That is silly. That's I have never silly. recorded you and played things back. That's just rude. Yeah, you do it all the time. Yeah. I would never do that. Well, you would. I know about? you would. You were right. What? <sighs> just like you did right but now. But I would never. That's old. I used to do that. You're right about this one. A oh, long okay. time ago, I'd do that. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can stop now. Thank you. If you want her for the ringtone, people, this is how it goes. You're getting a phone call? <laughs> that would be so annoying if I'm eating lunch and I hear that. Where the hell is she? That should be your ringtone. Yes. That'd be an A-Dub. This is the Joe Pack Show. Oh my God. Really? <laughs> what so is wrong with you? I don't know. I've been working with I you just, a very can long time. i be honest time. with you. I don't know if I can get through this hour. <sighs> can you give me some encouragement? You'll get it, buddy. What <laughs> the hell is wrong with you? I don't Oh, no. I Come on, man. You. What the heck is going on? Years. 16 888-941-PAGS. 888-941-7247. JoePags.com on a Thursday. Feeling all right? Bad? Mm. Oh, don't. I'm don't stop. Mel. Mel, Mark, and Don. Oh, just Mel? <laughs> I want to give him some props. Mel called. He said, please stop. <laughs> Very shy. Never, never stop. Mark down and Mel, let's go. Grand Funk Railroad. Somebody locked the door and took the key. Come on. Thursday, almost Friday of the weekend's almost here. That is Carrie. That's Polo. Monica's in for Sam. Sing it along. (laughs) 
888-941-PAGS, 888-941-7247, JoePags.com. We are doing a, a push, and by we, I mean I am. Uh, go and follow me on Instagram. If you're not yet and you have an Instagram account, why not? At Joe Talk Show. At Joe Talk Show. It is verified. I'm going to do my come on videos over on Instagram from now on. I, I past couple of days, I've done that already. Um, as TikTok has suspended me again, I will do one more video on TikTok uh, before I remove the app completely, and that'll be as soon as they lift the, the, the suspension. So I'm trying to build up my, my Instagram, which is only like 22,000. TikTok's 130,000. So hopefully we'll be able to get a lot of people who are watching over there to come and watch on Instagram. But again, on Instagram, at Joe Talk Show, at J-O-E-T-A-L-K-S-H-O-W. Go and follow over there right now. Um, there is a lot going on. I want to bring up this this email that I got from... Um, from the Abbott campaign, because I, I found this to be interesting. I don't know why anybody who wants to be the governor of this state, of the, we're in Texas, if you didn't know, why anybody who wants to be the governor of this state would ever release something like this. And by the way, I, I guess Beto is calling it the reinvention convention. Have you heard this? No, I had not heard that. They're calling it the reinvention convention. And the headline of this for um, Texans for Greg, uh, Greg Abbott, the organization that sent me, the headline is the five most outrageous resolutions at Beto's reinvention convention. As Beto O'Rourke tries to reinvent himself once again, his Democrat Party platform tells the real story of just how out of touch he is with Texas voters. That's Mark Miner, communications director. Now, here are the five things. Those of you watching and listening, this is not just a Texas thing. This is what Democrats, liberals, progressives want to do in every state. And these are just five of them. Number one, a Texas Democratic Party resolution calls for the removal of the word God in the state constitution and all state documents. Carrie, had you heard that? No. You just want to remove God. It goes on to say, in support of separation of church and state, which doesn't exist, Texas should remove any state constitutional amendment or state document regarding God the Democratic Party supports all religion, but not in state documents. I mean, they they submitted it. It's a, it's a statewide resolution submission. Dude, here's the second one. A Texas Democratic Party resolution calls for the abolishment of landfills in the state of Texas and to use garbage as energy. There you go, Carrie. Hmm. Use garbage. your garbage for energy. Great. Okay. Take your garbage instead of taking it out to the road. You dump it in the furnace and, and heat your your water with it or something. I don't know. Mm, I'm not going to do that. Awesome, huh? Actually, I think it's awesome. Mm, mm. Yeah. Want to abolish landfills, use garbage as energy. Number three, a Texas Democratic Party resolution calls for an inclusive vision of space. Of space. <laughs> Where we can no longer use gendered phrases like manned and instead use crude Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. It's a manned flight out of Houston. A crude mm-hmm. flight? It's a crude flight. And wouldn't that come off as C-R-U-D-E? I know. Most people would think that. It's a crude flight. And then you get like the audio from inside. It's like, <laughs> they're all farting on each other or something. How is it a crude flight? A crude what does that even mean? flight. Wow. Okay. C-R-E-W-E-D, which I'm not sure is a word. Hmm. I'm not sure that's a word. I don't know if I've ever heard it like that. Yeah. That's a new one. Let's look it up. Carrie, no, you're going to say word or not a word. Let's play word or not a word. I'm going to say not a word. Okay. Let's see what dictionary says. 
which now dictionary will like very quickly change it to uh, to a word, even if even if it's not, just to make the liberals feel good. Let's see. Well, past tense of crew. The boat is crewed by five people. Oh my god! So there you go. I've never crewed for a world famous yachtsman before. Wow. Hmm. Crude. It's a homophone. Sounds like crude. Hmm. So there you go. So that's dumb. Of course, it's manned, and man is just a part of mankind or human that would include women. Are we going to get to the point where we're going to change it from first baseman, second baseman, third baseman? I'm you think sure we'll do that? that's coming. Yeah. Yep. What should it be? Uh, what, what do we say? First, first base, base player. Person. Uh, first <laughs> base. Hu- oh, you can't say human. First Come on, base dude. people. Wow. Mm-hmm. Number three, the Texas Democratic Party resolution calls for an inclusive vision. Of, oh, we already did that one. <laughs> for God's sakes, let's not do that one again. <laughs> um, number four, a Texas Democratic Party resolution calls for a failure to vote tax of $20 if a resident doesn't vote in an election. Carrie, if you're too busy and don't go vote, it's going to cost you 20 bucks. Wow. Okay. What if I had an emergency? Too bad. 20 bucks, lady. Uh, that doesn't seem mm-hmm. very fair, but... Um, 20 okay. bucks. Cough it up. Hmm. Quote, in support of failure to vote penalty, the majority of registered voters in Texas do not vote. Therefore, our state is a non-voting state. Voting is the most important civic duty of a United States citizen, and neglecting such duties should have consequences as other infractions in society do. The penalty for failure to vote is a fine of $20 to be paid towards the restoration of civics classes in Texas public schools if one does not submit a valid and sufficient reason for not voting. One can pay the penalty, and that will end the matter. So I guess if you have an emergency like okay. many jalapenos the night before or whatever, that's I get it. Going on an emergency, but, yeah, but you, you never know. Sometimes it. for me, it is. Mm, that's disgusting. Yeah, it is. Yeah. Really, what? Really gross. What? That's gross. I'm just being honest. I'm being. Sometimes people face that. Sometimes yeah. people and are if me. If you have so those what? problems, you can still go vote. Really? What do I just show up and hey, whatever happens, happens. What, what are you talking about? <laughs> yeah. Why not? That's a, that's a verified emergency. What is wrong with you? <laughs> You know what I mean. That's not really an emergency. Oh, yes, it is. Number five, a Texas Democratic Party resolution calls for abolishing public school sports. What? No, no, don't be giving me opinion, news lady. I just said what? I questioned that. Um, that was very opinionated what? <laughs> um, <laughs> there was all sorts of stuff in that what? Oh. Mm-hmm. Your mm. kid's playing sports? Eh, done. What? No. Let me read it. In support of abolished public school sports, whereas public school sports has been a tradition in Texas and the United States since the early 20th century, it no mm-hmm. longer serves a purpose <gasps> for the 21st century. Mm-hmm. Oh, what? It? It? News lady. Mm-hmm. And whereas, in order to focus on public education and stop wasting money on sports, <gasps> it is in the best interest to abolish all school sports programs. Hundreds of millions of dollars we waste on sports mentality including on expensive football stadiums and other high-cost sports facilities, while hundreds of millions of tax dollars paid by businesses and individuals are wasted on school sports, our quality of education keeps on declining instead of using that money on school books. Computers, quality meals, and paying our teachers and non-teachers more. School districts with more emphasis on sports 
also have schools that fail in test scores and lower graduation rates because school sports are too much focused on versus learning. And whereas other countries with better quality of education do not have school sports. There you go. Mm-hmm. You had a comment, lady? News lady? I've got several comments. <laughs> oh, my gosh. And this is true. You are reading this. This was sent to me at- from Mark Miner at Texans for Greg Abbott. Yeah, let's see how how that goes over. This is Texas. High school football, you want to get rid of that? I don't think that's going to happen. I really, really don't. And my children have gotten plenty of lessons by playing sports. And it's helped them to to become the young men that they are. And they're pretty good. Look at me. Look at me, opinion lady. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> that one got I me. played school sports. Um, I think people who play school sports learn regimentation, scheduling. They learn how to do a routine. They, do, they know how to get in shape. Mm-hmm. Uh, right. I mean, the best friends you've ever met are the people that you played ball with. So at the end of the day, you've got an entire party in Texas and extend that to around the country because believe me, he didn't come up with this. It's too stupid. He didn't come up with this. This is some sort of a Democrat push around the country, far left-wing progressive, He's actually saying that school sports are hurting grades. School sports are why teachers can't make more money or why mm. there can't be better lunches in the lunchroom. This, and he wants you to believe it. That's the crazy part. Now, I want your thoughts on this. 888-941-PAT. We've heard Carrie's thoughts. Oh, I'm a journalist. I can't give a thought. So there you go. You, you heard all that. <laughs> Don't throw me under the bus like that. that I'm not. I'm, I want you to, to do that. I, I, as a I am, mother, I'm with you. You know, as a mom. Oh, you're not a journalist right now. You're a mom. I am a mom. I'm a mom right now. I I, listen, I, I appreciate what when said. you do this. When you stop that BS about you don't have an opinion. Of course you do. <laughs> well, yes, I do. I just can't always uh, I, I let, it, let it be known. Can't believe the news lady said she's against Beto. This it's one. weird. I did, not, I did not say that. Uh, no, she didn't say that. I did not say that. But this would be stupid. To blame sports for failing schools or for uh, lower grades or you for You have to have good grades in order lunches. to play or you're not going to be able to play the sports. No, no, no. You're just making it up now because uh, clearly it it's low it grades go rule. with sports. No. Low grades. No, that's not true. Not true. 888-941-PAGS, 888-941-7247. What do you think about these changes that Beto would like to make to Texas and progressive like him would like to make around the country? What do, you, what do you think about that? No more garbage dumps. Uh, you, you're going to get fined if you don't vote. No school sports because that's the bane of the existence of everything. You know what the deal is? Beto O'Rourke is, is so gangly and weird looking. He probably can't play a sport. I know that, I know that he could do, uh, he could do the, 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 the what is it, skateboarding. skateboarding? Yeah, yeah, we saw the skateboarding. That. Mm-hmm. But that's about it. That's probably, he probably, he probably rode the pine. Sport, he probably know. rode the pine, never got into the game, and now he's mad. And he's going to make up for it. 888-941-PAGS, JoePags.com. Stay right here. Joe Pags. It's the Joe Pack Show. Remember, campusreform.org, bottom of the hour. Jaden Hurd will be on. Yes, I asked him if he's related to Amber, because I can. 888-941-PAGS, JoePags.com. Turns out sports and school, that's the big problem. You got to get rid of them. That's according to Beto. 
and uh, the ideas that they're tossing around at the Democrat Party of Texas. Let me, in the meantime, ask you if you've gone to EdenPureDeals.com yet. I hope you have. EdenPureDeals.com. They brought the BOGO deal back. It went away for a few days. They saw how popular it was, and that so many more of you wanted to get the buy one, get one free, that they put it back up until, until July 17th. Go and get some of these right now. The Eden Pure Thunderstorm Air Purifier makes a huge difference in your house. Doesn't matter how many you buy, you're going to get buy one, get one free. It could be five, get 10. Buy 10, get 20. Thunderstorm is going to completely eliminate any odor, even the worst odors like pet cigarette smoke, urine, cooking odors. Now is the time to order Eden Pure's buy one, get one free sale ends on the 17th of this month. Do not hesitate. Over 265,000 of these have been sold. Countless five-star reviews as well. You know it works. People are buying several for around the house and to give away as gifts. EdenPureDeals.com. EdenPureDeals.com is the website. Use discount code PAGSBOGO, P-A-G-S-B-O-G-O. Again, EdenPureDeals.com. Discount code is P-A-G-S-B-O-G-O. Shipping is free as well. Get on this right now. Let me go to the phone lines. I appreciate you stopping by. Ken, talk to me. Washington. Joe, how you doing? Hey, nice to talk to you. Hey, this Thank whole you. thing about the uh, sports thing. I played sports in high school, like I'm sure you did. Yes. In order for a, a boy or a girl to play sports in high school, you have to keep a certain GPA. That gives the kids incentives to study. They don't mushroom while they're in high school. They're always striving to keep that GPA up so they can play those sports right. that these left-wingers are talking about taking away from us. Yeah, hey, i got to tell you something, Ken. you got it dead wrong, man. I mean, sports are making for bad lunches. Teachers aren't making enough money, and they cost. I think he dropped the bomb, yeah. See, what happens, Carrie, is they get so comfortable I because you're talking to Pagsy. I forget they're on the radio. Hanging out with the Pagsies. Just talking to and then, yeah. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Can't do I, that. I, he, gave me a, he gave me a perfect break to hang up on him. <laughs> I decided to extend the conversation, and I felt the bomb coming, and he <sighs> dropped it yeah. with precision. And actually, that is exactly what I said before the break. So, What did you say? About you have to have good grades in order. Are you giving to more play? opinion on this one? No, what, what I'm just telling you again because I don't think you heard what I said. <laughs> I heard what you said. I just blew you no, off. He I was, didn't I was, hear what I said. That listener. Oh, yeah, Ken may not have heard what you said because yeah. he was like, "Is that the news lady?" <laughs> Weird. <laughs> Why is she? Eight 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 nine four one Pags JoePags dot com. Mike, Minnesota, talk to me. Yeah. Uh, thanks, Joe. I, I uh, basically they show it every day. They just show you. Hello? Uh, let's just say with everyday Americans and everything, and it just ceases to amaze me the stupidity that really goes into their uh, thought process uh, that they think that t- by taking God out of your out of pretty much everything and uh, that isn't going to leave a vacuum for something else to fill in and I think we're seeing the fruit of that already in our society Uh, and taking sports Lord knows some of us that was the main incentive for getting good grades was playing sports and hoping you get a scholarship so for a lot of us who went to school and weren't exactly you know were uh, scholarships or uh, high achieving students it still gave us incentive so we could keep be eligible for sports and hopefully get a scholarship so you take away the incentive for a lot of kids to play sports and everything and uh, it just ceases to amaze me how they don't get it all right mike thank you it's it never ceases to amaze me it's not ceases to amaze you you said it twice i let the first time go it never ceases to amaze me but i love you like a brother keep it here campus reform coming up you're listening to joe pags 
Great to have you along for the ride. Thanks a lot for stopping by. Really glad to have another, another young correspondent from CampusReform.org. They do great journalism every day. This, this time it's it's um, a, a new friend of mine. Name is Jaden Hurd. For, uh, what, first question has to be, are you, are you related to Amber or not? Oh, absolutely not. And thank God, <laughs> praise God, I'm not. That would be a sin in itself. Well, hey, Jaden, nice to meet you. Um, you're a, a correspondent, but you also still go to college. I guess for the summer you're probably in D.C. or Virginia, right? Uh, I'm actually just spending a week up here just to shoot some videos with Campus Reform, so I'm very blessed to do that. You go to school at Auburn? Yes, sir. Auburn you, University. You grew Florida up in Alabama? Right? Yes, sir. You were a fan of Alabama? Hey, oh, I oh, grew up... Listen, whatever. Yeah, look, I, I grew up in South Florida, so I'm a Hurricanes fan, but Florida oh. State and and uh, and University of Florida, they were the big rivals until Florida State and University of Miami became rivals. Then I almost went to Florida State. So I'm with you. Look, I get it. But, I mean, can you tell anybody on the campus of Auburn... Oh, that, that you're an Alabama fan? Joe, I would get more canceled than I already am as a conservative. <laughs> all right? Like, that's not going to happen. <laughs> so so um, how do you make the decision? I mean, Auburn offered you something that, that made more sense to you. But uh, it's like me with the Miami Dolphins who let me down my entire life. I still love the Miami Dolphins, uh, even though I know they're probably not going to win anything. So it's sort of that. It's sort of that well, although, but, but Alabama is really good. I mean, that's the difference, I guess. Yeah, Alabama has traditionally been a really good uh, football program, and so, but but Auburn's just a better school. I'm sorry to say, we have a better we have a better business program, and that's what I'm going for. So I just made that decision off the whim. So and it's free. So and and now, uh, did your family get upset with you because are they all Alabama fans? Nah, they they didn't care. No, nah, it's, it's actually a mixed house. So <laughs> okay, so so some Auburn, some Alabama. Um, for me, uh, I'm I'm not a big uh, Alabama fan. That's that's where uh, what's his face went, right? Oh, I can't think of the the coach's name now. He was Nick at LSU. Saban. Say it again. Nick Saban. Yeah, Nick Saban. He went to Alabama, right? Yes, sir. Yeah, he he, he coaches there. Now he was the head coach at MSU in uh, in Lansing, Michigan, East Lansing, when I was a television news anchor up there. And man, I I just found this got to be so dull. Uh, any interview that you would do, anytime you heard him speak, but he must be a really, really good coach. I mean, he's he's tremendous. I'm very thankful for, I don't know how many championships at, at this point he's blessed us with, but I mean, roll tied to Nick Saban, but he is very bland. You know, I, I, I kind of see what you mean by that. <laughs> he's very, very boring. And I didn't like that he got up and left like before this uh, the before the bowl game and Lansing ended up going to LSU, and then he ended yeah. up going to Alabama. All right, it's uh, uh, Jaden Hurd, brand new, uh, um, first time here anyway on my program, but a great correspondent at campusreform.org. Go to that website every day. What are you studying uh, over studying at Auburn? Business administration. I hope to graduate in 2024 and uh, do something with my degree, hopefully. I find that to be interesting because you're a young conservative guy. You're doing real journalism, real reporting, yet you're going for business. Could it be business attached to politics somehow? Possibly, yeah. I I, I went into college actually a liberal, uh, believe it or not, and so I had no I had no interest in politics. But I met a few people. A lot of things happened to me, and I just got tied into the journalism thing. And here I am. Generally speaking, people like you become more liberal when you go to college if you already have a liberal bent. What was it that opened your eyes? Because I think that if you have a one-on-one conversation with a human being and say, look, here's why I think conservatism is the right way, they'll listen and they'll learn. But, but uh, more times than not, there's a lot of groupthink. And groupthink says you better not step out of the group or else you're out for good. We won't invite you to lunch tomorrow. What was it that, that helped you go from liberal to conservative? That's a very, very interesting story. 
So two things that happened was first I was pushed to the right. Um, the left has just gone off the walls. I mean, it, it, it is insane. And, you know, not every leftist is this way, but, you know, just the overall ideologies that are being pushed, I didn't support. And then two, I found Christ. Christ just naturally brought me over to the more conservative side. Yes. And so I supported the more Christian values. And yeah, that, that basically influences how I think now. Is Auburn a state university? Is it a taxpayer funded university? It's, yeah, it's a public university. Isn't that something? I mean, uh, for, for you to find Christ and for you to find your conservatism at a publicly funded university, which is generally speaking a far left place, that's pretty interesting. So is Auburn, a, a generally speaking, if I talk to the, the student population, will it be more liberal than not? Actually, so so for a red state, you know, obviously Alabama is a red state, yeah. but most universities that you go to, no matter what state they're in, they're probably going to be more blue. But compared to other universities, Auburn is pretty conservative, and I'm very happy to have a really good friend group. I mean, most of the student body, I'd say like 60% are conservative, but the left is really loud at Auburn, I will say that. What's interesting is I'm, I'm in Texas and about 45 miles away is University of Texas at Austin, which is horribly blue. Like you've got to have free speech zones and safe spaces and BIPOC, you know, um, residencies. It's all very strange in this very, very red state. So I'm glad that in Alabama, Auburn has not gone off the rails to the left. They've tried everything they could to make Austin Portland and they've been pretty successful. It is uh, uh, J- Jaden Hurd, brand new, uh, first time, I should say, correspondent here on my show from campusreform.org. You say you're in Virginia to do, do some videos and do some work. So are you the guy that goes out there with a video and asks a, a question of somebody and then really sort of lets them know what the truth is? Because that, that seems to be very effective for you guys as well. Yes, sir. That's like my favorite thing to do here. So when you go and do that, um, do, you, do you ever see that sort of, I don't know, light bulb go off over their head where they go, oh, wow, I didn't realize that? Because sometimes you guys will give a quote from somebody who's a Democrat, um, say that Trump said it, they hate it, then tell them, that I was really Joe Biden, and they'll realize how hypocritical they were being. Is there a video that you're working on that we can tell people about? Absolutely. So right now, actually, actually yesterday, we uh, we filmed a video, a great video, where we, uh, well, well, today we talked about, we talked to students about the Constitution. Nice. Like, hey, uh, Constitution Day is coming up in a month, and, um, you know, what's going on? Like, like uh, we'll give you some money if you can tell us what the Constitution says, what do you think about the Constitution, et cetera, et cetera. And, I, and we threw in a trick question, which was very interesting, and it was, what other country has an explicit right to free speech. And it's a trick question because we're the only one. Right. And you just see them list off countries. <laughs> and it, it was it was funny. So that's one of them. I love it. I love it. Well, I, we, we hope to see that. Is that video up yet or are you still working on it? Still working on it. All right, brother. We'll, we'll take a look at it when it gets up there. Jaden Ahurd is his name. Let's get into these stories. Christian students receive $800,000 in free speech lawsuit ruling. I'm glad to hear it. What, what was this based on? Yeah, so back in 2016, these two Christian students that attended Georgia, I believe Gwinnett College or something like that, a small college, they were preaching uh, outside of these free speech zones, and they got some, you know, some flack from the university for it. So they ended, they 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 ended up, you know, uh, complying, and they ended up preaching and, and evangelizing into these little free speech zones that honestly nobody goes by. And thankfully. Um, well, well, actually, after that, uh, they ended up being shut down again while they were in the free speech zone wow. uh, because for some kind of disturbing the peace and making students uncomfortable, you know, it, something, something ridiculous like that. And then immediately after that, the university figured out, wow, we could probably face some legal trouble from this. And so <laughs> what they did was they changed their policy really quickly, but it was too late because thankfully six years later, the Supreme Court awarded these students and held the school accountable and gave them $800,000. And this was the University of Georgia? 
Uh, no, this is uh, Georgia Gwinnett College. Okay, yeah, I actually used to live in Gwinnett County, which is, I think, where Norcross is. It's just north of Atlanta. So so as we, we hear this story, the whole stupidity of, of free speech zones really bothers me. And I hope somebody will sue successfully to, to tell the university that while you've got somebody waving a Palestinian flag or an ISIS flag in the public square, the people who are preaching Christianity have to go to some free speech zone. That's not in the Constitution. It's a publicly funded institution. This uh, I don't know if it is. Is this a private or public uh, uh, university? I don't, I don't even know. Uh, the, the university of the students are that, that's a public university. Okay, yes. so it's it's public. It's uh, subsidized by the taxpayers. Therefore, it, it is an arm of the government. If it's the university of or it's Gwinnett, whatever the hell it is. Um, at the end of the day, you can't say you have free speech only where we say you do. Now, of course, you don't have free speech in a classroom if the professor's teaching. There are rules and and there are uh, protocols that you follow. But if you're out in the public square at this at this college or university. You should have every right to do whatever you want. So the ruling doesn't give them the right to do this anywhere. It just says that the college cracking down on them in the free speech zones was wrong. Absolutely on point. And a similar situation happened at Auburn University, believe it or not, the, the, you know, the so-called conservative uh, university yeah. that, that I thought it was. But we had two street preachers come and evangelize on campus at a public university. Auburn University is as public as you get. It's a very Christian uh, community. It's a very conservative community. And they came there to preach the gospel to the students. And they were handed letters actually saying that if they came back, they would be held liable for criminal trespassing. And so I took these guys out to lunch uh, just to get their situation. And apparently this happens all over where they go. So this isn't just Georgia Gwinnett College. This isn't just Army University. This is where everywhere, this is everywhere, the free speech zones, and you have to jump through hoops to preach the gospel or spread your ideals. It's honestly ridiculous, and these are all public universities. But but if you want to protest Ben Shapiro showing up on campus, that's, a, hey, go get it, man. That's free speech. That's the First Amendment. It's all so stupid yeah. and so backward, you know? It's uh, Jaden Hurd. We appreciate Jaden coming on. Correspondent from campusreform.org. Go to that website every day like I do. Dog names, it turns out, Jaden, are racist, according to scholars. Help me out here. So, yeah, uh, the uh, six universities, uh, like, so the professors from six different colleges basically came out and they were responding to this study done by uh, some quarterly uh, website. And basically the study concluded that there was a, a that there was like a, a difference between how long certain dogs would be adopted based on their names. And they tied it to the association of, uh, of the race of the names of how it sounded. What? So the blacker the name sounded, the longer it took to adopt the dog. And so and, and so these and, and what's crazier about the story is that six different university doctor doctor professors came out basically play, praising and applauding the story. It was absolutely ridiculous. And this is just another um, example of the downfall of our institutions. Uh, I actually have a quote here from one of the professors, if you want to know it. Yeah, go ahead. But uh, yeah, so she, she tweeted anti blackness is so pervasive. It even expands to dog names. Come on, man. <laughs> so, so uh, uh, Jaden, uh, most people, five or six million, will hear you and not see you. Those who are watching the video stream will see you as well. Uh, you happen to be a young black man. So h- help me understand something. What is yes, a black sir. name for a dog? Uh, yes, d- 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 am I missing something? Uh, I- honestly, it-, it shocked me as well. Did they list I mean- some names? Yeah, yeah, like I, I, I don't. I, I, names aren't like racist. Like they're not. No, they, I'm with you. But did they say yeah. what the names were that made them so-called black names? I've never heard of something that's. I know plenty of black dudes named Joe, like me. So I'm not. I, I don't. I don't understand. 
I didn't see any names listed, but I did see a specific dog that was Pitbull that happened to be a common trend, I guess. So I guess a Pitbull is more of a black black dog. You know, I, I don't, you know. <laughs> Jayden, it's, 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 help it's, me. Help me, my friend. Because I, I, yeah. I'm not fa- Now, by the way, the Pitbull is going to be adopted last because it's a mean, nasty dog. It, it has nothing to do with the name of the dog, does it? Like my, my German Shepherd is Gunner. Is that a more white name? Is that a black? I don't know. Is that an Italian? I'm Italian. Maybe it's an Italian name. I don't know. <laughs> this is st- this is stupidity, isn't it? Absolutely. And, and, and let me get this clear. Racism is an absolutely disgusting sin of course it is. That, that we should obviously acknowledge. But when we're out here extending racism and the term racist to dog names and everything and, and making everything racist, then nothing is racist. And it obviously offends me personally as a black man who's experienced actual racism right. for the left to hijack this term to push their ideologies on everybody else. It's absolutely disgusting. So well said. And I want to re- I want to reiterate what you just said. If everything is racist, nothing is racist, and then racism just pervades. We have to call out real racism when it happens. You and I will align. We will fight it. We will stop it. But I'm sorry, dog names aren't racist. Racist, and if a pit bull isn't getting adopted, maybe check and see, you know, the, the history of pit bulls, and then you'll know why they're not being adopted. It's uh, Jaden Hurt. Jaden, is there a social media site you want to put out there? Uh, sure. My Instagram handle is Jaden That's my first name dot last name. Okay. Um, yeah. It's uh, H-E-A-R-D, by the way. All right. So let's get into this one. Harvard Law Instructor says it's our civic duty to accost six justices who overturned Roe. And before you, you tell me about the story, let me just make this clear. I checked the Constitution before we started today just to make sure I was right. In the First Amendment, it doesn't say you have the right to accost people. Go ahead. What's this story about? Yeah, funny. I also want to backtrack on what you just said. We just did a video today on the Constitution talking about the First Amendment, giving people out money. I read it very thoroughly. It's nowhere in there. But anyway, <laughs> um, the day after a road decision was made, uh, basically this Harvard Law professor came out and basically said that, quote, and I'll quote her tweet real quick, the six justices who overturn Roe should never know peace again. It is our civic duty to accost them every time they're in public. They are pariahs since women don't have their rights. These justices should never have a peaceful moment in public again. Uh, First thing I'll say, this is a Harvard law professor telling their law students to go harass law makers. I mean, or, 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 you know, Supreme Court justices. And like, honestly, like someone who does that should have their law license like revoked or something like that. Um, but one thing I'll give this person credit for, they did say it was women instead of uterus havers or something stupid like that. Those able to have children. Yes. Uh, what's interesting about this is the law professor is dead wrong. It actually says you have the right to peaceably assemble. It doesn't say anything about take peace away from people. They should never have a day of peace. They should never have a moment of peace. They're pariahs. By the way, she has every right to say what she said, but she's actually enticing people to go and break the law. It's against the law to intimidate those who sit on the bench. You can't intimidate a judge. All of these protests that are happening in the neighborhoods where the judges live, this is all illegal. Merrick Garland won't do anything about it, but this is all illegal. It is not covered by the Constitution. This person should not be teaching law, that's for sure. Do we have time for one more? Yeah, let's do the last one. Princeton professor accused of plagiarism. What happened here? Yeah, so this Princeton professor who accused, who actually accused a former uh, conservative of, uh, a, a former conservative Milwaukee sheriff of plagiarism is now being accused of plagiarism himself. So what happened was, he, and, and he's actually a columnist at MSNBC too, and nice. he's also a Princeton professor. So what's interesting is that this accusation came six months ago, and we're just now hearing about it because Princeton is finally looking into it. So this guy basically published two books that were caught basically blatantly stealing 
stealing, um, you know, content from other, you know, sources without giving the sources. So he, he was caught on that. And then um, what's interesting is that this guy is a uh, columnist at, MB- at Miss NBC, and he's also a professor at, um, you know, uh, Princeton. Yes. And so these are our teachers and these are the people writing our news, giving us this information and they're plagiarizing. And his name is Kevin Cruz, by the way, uh, K-R-U-S-E. Uh, was he going after Sheriff David Clark, my good friend? Yes, sir. Yes, and, and they will do anything they can to go after uh, Sheriff Clark because he just doesn't care. He takes none of their crap, and, and here's a guy who is casting aspersions before checking out his own history, which I find to be pretty typical of liberals out there. Um, uh, Jaden, did you feel okay? You had a good time doing this? Absolutely, man. This is probably the most fun. I, I watch you, actually. Oh, thank I, you. I'm a huge fan of you, so this is awesome. This is a huge opportunity. I appreciate that. Well, the the, the privilege is mine, and uh, I, re- I think you did a great job. Congratulations on being a correspondent with Campus Reform, but also uh, get that degree and come back and see us all you want, man. I think you did a great job today. Thank you. Absolutely. Thank you so much. All right, man. We're back after this. Stay right here. This is The Joe Pag Show. Glad to have you. Thanks a lot for taking the time tonight. If you can get through the phone lines, no problem. Just go to JoePags.com, J-O-E-P-A-G-S. Dot com. Click on um, contact at the bottom of the page. Send me an email. You can go to any of the social media links. And I'm, I'm especially asking you to check out the Instagram link. Again, I'm going to be leaving TikTok. I'm going to do one more video there when they do let me back on. But a lot of people like these come on videos that I'm doing. And I'm going to be doing them all based on uh, Instagram. And I haven't really asked you to go to Instagram over the years. But do that now if you don't mind. Let's build that, that page up. Uh, just go to Instagram and look up at Joe Talk Show. Pop culture. Boop. Dirty pop. Polo, what is happening, brother? So did you see the story I sent you earlier about Ivana Trump? I did see that. I figured that you might be doing that for pop culture. Yeah, so apparently um, the, a female employee of, of, of Ivana's arrived at, at her residence, unlocked the door, uh, walked inside and discovered her at the second floor staircase on the right side, and she wasn't breathing. She called 911. Uh, unfortunately, Ivana Trump has passed away. Did they say why or the cause? That uh, weird. I mean, there, there's another bit here that says that uh, that she had gone into cardiac arrest. Oh wow! That, that's all they really say. Um, and then she was 73 years old. Let me make it clear: this is uh, the mother of Don Jr., Eric, and Ivanka. This is Ivana Trump, uh, Donald Trump's ex-wife. We got to go. That's Polo. That's uh, Monica. That's Carrie. I'm Joe. We'll see you later. Bye. This is the Joe Pegg Show.